Good evening. We're uh, go ahead and get started. Our first song tonight will be number uh, 301. Oh, we'll sing the, uh, the first, sing the first, second, and fifth verses. I will sing the wondrous story. Good evening. We're having a uh, young person service today, so Sam's doing the singing, I'm doing announcements, and Gary's doing the lesson. <laughs> so uh, preschool apple tree is up in the hallway between here and old auditorium. That's what it's called. Yeah. So it's uh, up in there. There's some new apples on it, so please feel free to take one, pick up that item, and then drop it off here. The Father and Son Campout is Friday night, weather permitting. Uh, the Ladies Bible Study Group will start up tomorrow at 10 or 10.30, so 10, at 10, uh, so be sure to come out for that. Uh, Sunday, August 14th is the preacher rotation for the Sunday evening speaker. We will have Mark Day, and there's a middle school and high school devotional as well. So be sure to come out for that as well. Tuesday, August 16th is the Young at Heart. The location is posted on the foyer board or in the announcement sheet. 
August 17th to the 25th is Polishing the Pulpit. See Chris for more details on that if you are interested. Uh, on the prayer list, we have Lisa Bazin, uh, Jennifer Baker, Jim Haney, uh, Janie and Glenn Judge, Sandy Galloway, Vicki Bowen, Richard McDonald has prostate cancer, so be sure to pray for him, and Maxine Romine as well. Are there any other announcements? All right, if not, uh, let's pray. Dear Lord, thank you for uh, bringing us all here today, Lord. Thank you for the sunshine and beautiful weather that you've given us today. I pray that you will uh, be with all those who were mentioned on the prayer list, Lord. Uh, just give them healing and give them strength through this difficult time that they're going through. And Lord, I pray that you will bless all the activities that we have coming up. I pray that they'll be successful and that we'll have a good turnout and really be able to spread your word and strengthen the, strengthen the saints and everything, Lord. I pray that you will continue to bless us throughout our worship service. I pray that it's done in a way that's pleasing and acceptable in your sight, Lord. And I ask all this in your son's name. Amen. Number 438, My Hope is Built on Nothing Less. If I remember right, we are singing the first, second, and fourth verses, but if we are not, I am sorry. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and Our song before the lesson is number 502, Oh, They Tell Me of a Home.
The invitation song will be number 764, Who at the Door is Standing. Good evening, everyone. When Andrew mentioned that the uh, young people was going to be doing this tonight, I was kind of ashamed to use that handrail, so <laughs> I, I'm glad I made it up without falling. <laughs> this evening, I want to talk about the mission statement for the Rome Church of Christ. I don't think this is something that we've talked about lately, and, and uh, I want to go over that, and I want to, uh, for those that don't know what it is, it is to magnify Christ. And we do that by learning from him, by living for him, loving for him, and leading others to him. First of all, let's, let's look at the word magnify. When we think of the word magnify, we usually think about making something larger than it really is. We talk about trying to make it maybe more important or, or even exaggerating just a little bit. But tonight, we're not going to be talking about and thinking about magnifying like that. We're not going to make it larger than it is, more important. We're not going to exaggerate it. Because when we talk about Jesus, that would be impossible to do. To magnify Christ is to make him great as he really is, like a telescope and not a microscope. There is nothing to add to his greatness. What we need to do as Christians is to make it known to others. And we do that by learning, by living, by loving and do that by leading others to him. Live in a way that will always glorify Jesus. That is the true meaning of magnifying Christ. Learning, living, loving, and leading. I call these the four L's. Let's starting with, I want to look at those words tonight. And we're going to start with the uh, first L, learning. Learning is a process of acquiring knowledge. We do that by studying. We do that by being taught from the time we are born until the day that we die. We are learning. Learning has a purpose in our lives. We have all heard the saying, I hope that he or she has learned the lesson from that. And most of the time when we say that, we say that, Somebody has messed up, made a mistake, and we're just hoping that they remember that and try to do better. Well, we learn from experience. We learn by doing, and we learn by observing. How do we learn from Jesus? When I was preparing this lesson, I ran across the little article that, that this man had wrote. And he said that if you want to learn about Jesus, you need to start with Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. He said that's four different tellings of Jesus' lives. He said 89 chapters 
And he said, read them and read them often. Read them over and over again. They show his purpose. Luke 19.10 says, For the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. It shows his priority. In John 6.38 it says, For the Son of Man, for I came down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him that sent me. And then we can look in Matthew chapter 5, 6, and 7, the Sermon on the Mount. There's so much in those three chapters that Jesus is teaching, so much that we have to learn from him. He talks about the Beatitudes. He talks about letting our light shine, turning the other cheek. He talks about adultery, divorce, love, how to pray, forgiveness, he reminds us to seek ye first the kingdom of God and do not judge. And then he warns us against false prophets. And then he says, not everyone that says unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. And then the last two verses in, in chapter 7 says that the people were astonished at his doctrine. And they said he taught as someone having authority. So we have plenty to learn from Jesus. He is the Son of God. He gave up heaven. He came to this earth, and he died on the cross for our sins. And we can see that in John 3:16, in Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 through 8. If we really study the four Gospels, we will go from knowing about Jesus to knowing Jesus. We as Christians learn to obey him, and we depend on him, and that's when we start living for him. And that's the second L that I want to look at this evening. What is the meaning of living for Jesus? I think it means being motivated to pleasing him in all that we do. I believe it means following his way and not our own way. I think in society today that commitments are broken much easier than they used to be. And, and I see that a lot in, in our younger people. And, and, you know, they have plans to do something and they might get a better offer and they change their mind at, at the last minute and do something else. And I think we see that in the church today about people that, that may be planning on coming to church on Sunday morning or maybe coming back Sunday night, but something else pops up and, and they decide not to do it. I'll go some other time. Living for Jesus is a commitment. It's giving up everything that stands in his way. Jesus warned that living for him would be costly. In Luke 14, 33, 34, and 35, Jesus makes it clear that he expects commitment and full dedication. Jesus said, salt is good, but if the salt has lost its savor, wherewith shall it be seasoned? It is neither fit for the land or the dunghill, but men cast it out. And then he warns, he that hath ears to hear, let him hear. Apostle Paul, that famous statement, for me to live is Christ, but to die is gain. Paul understood 
Paul understood he also knew living in the flesh was better for those around him. Paul was living for Jesus. In Philippians 4, 9, he said, These things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do. Can you, can I make that same statement? Are you, am I, are we living for Jesus? The next L, loving like him. Loving like Jesus sometimes isn't easy to do, is it? He tells us in Luke, Excuse me, Luke chapter 6, verses 27 and 28. Love your enemies. Do good to those that hate you. Bless them that curse you. And pray for them that despitefully use you. When is the last time that you blessed someone for cursing you? That's kind of hard to do, isn't it? It's not easy to take. But when Jesus said, turn the other cheek, that's exactly what he meant for us to do. I realize at times that, that we will fail to love like Jesus. But when we do, we need to get up and we need to dust ourselves off and start over again. And we need to learn from it each time that we do it. To love like him, we must have a feeling of brotherhood and goodwill toward other people. We need to be kind to our neighbors and those that we meet on a daily basis. Matthew 7, 12, commonly known as the golden rule, do unto others as you would have others do unto you. What a great rule for us to follow. Jesus showed us many examples of love by showing forgiveness to those that crucified him. Jesus showed us uh, servanthood by washing his disciples' feet. Mark 10, 45 says that he came from heaven to serve, not to be served. He taught a new commandment, as I have loved you, you must love one another. That's how we love like him, John 13, verses 34 and 35. But Jesus didn't just talk the talk. He walked the walk. I think the greatest act of love or showing of love was when Jesus carried his cross to Mount Calvary to die for our sins. John 15, 13 are the words of Jesus. He says, greater love hath no man than this, that he lay down his life for his friends. And the last L is leading others to him. First of all, we have to live a life of examples. We need to be spiritually minded. Paul tells us in Galatians 5.25, if we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. And that simply means to abide in Jesus. We should live our lives so that people can see Jesus in us. We will not be able to lead others to him if they don't see us living for him. I'd like to repeat that. We will not be able to lead others to him if they don't see us living for him. Stephen Rogers uh, from Portland, Tennessee, he came and he spoke at our men's retreat. 
And he talked about responsibility to the church. He said how that we need to love the Lord, uh, love the church, uh, to be active and faithful Christians, to be genuine, to be Christ-centered. He said we need to make a difference in people's lives. We need to love and treat people right. And he said that's how we become Mr. Righteous or Miss or Mrs. Righteous. He said just doing right isn't enough. Don't just practice the value of just doing the minimum. Do that and then more. And finally, we must be willing to stand up for Jesus. We must be ready to talk to people about the Bible. 2 Timothy 2.15 says, Study to show, to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. In 1 Peter 3.15 says, But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts, and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. I hope this evening that this has been beneficial for you going over the mission statement here at Rome to magnify Christ. We can do that by practicing these four L's, and that's learning, living, loving, and leading. Tonight, if you're here and you're not a Christian, you haven't been baptized, you have that opportunity. Everything is ready here. And we would love to uh, see you come forward. And if you're here tonight and, and you haven't been living, if you haven't been practicing these four L's that we've been talking about, if, if you feel like that you're lacking in your Christianity and you need prayers or whatever it may be, we ask that you come forward as we stand and sing.
Pray with me. Dear Lord, thank you for today and for bringing us all here together to worship you, Lord. Dear Lord, thank you for Gary and his lesson, Lord. Let us have uh, taken something from that and apply it to our lives and everything. Lord, dear Lord, please uh, be with all those on sick list, all those who only the name of, bless them, be with them. Dear Lord, let us return home safely. And just in prayer, amen.